Hello, this is your host Shane with Radical Rocks, and today we are going to talk about probably one of the most well-known states for rocks, gems, and minerals. This article, um, this episode, is taken from the blog that we uh, posted at our blog today on uh, radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com, and if you scroll to the bottom of that page, you'll have the links to all of our different uh, social media to the Facebook group, to the blog, uh, of course you'll be at the blog, to the um, videos and other social media. And our your attention and subscription and comments and things like that help us to be monetized through the blog, um, the podcast, and the YouTube videos and helps us to be able to use the proceeds to grow the channel amongst other things, and also to give back for educational purposes to keep rock hounding alive. And eventually our goal is to hopefully keep areas open for rock hounding. All right, so let's get right into it. Arizona State Rock and Mineral. Um, Arizona is just an awesome state when it comes to rocks and minerals. Arizona is really the rock hounding mecca, at least for all the rock hounds I know, and that's partially due to the huge gym and mineral shows and events that draw collectors and sellers and miners from all over the world and of course many people who are buyers of the product and such so it's also though Arizona is the really the mecca because there's so many rocks and minerals that can be collected there so this guide is going to be a look at the most well-known rocks and minerals and provide some locations and information Obviously, Arizona could be a whole book within itself. So we will look over a few of these topics and keep this conversation at a good amount of time because our time is valuable. You've got rocks to get back to polishing and to go collect. So if you go to the blog at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com, scroll to the bottom of the page. There's some great guidebooks there for rock hunting in Arizona. It doesn't cost you anything extra, um, and it helps us, and we appreciate that, and it helps us to keep rock hunting alive. History. Arizona gemstones, rocks, and minerals have really been getting collected for over a thousand years because the Native Americans were there first, and the turquoise was mined for jewelry and beads and such, and traded all over, um, even in South America. Arizona has long been the major producer of turquoise and top producer of periot and other gemstones. We're going to look at these gemstones that Arizona is most famous for and a few others that are quite notable. Let's talk just briefly about geology. We won't get too in-depth and too scientific, but we'll try and talk about the basics. So if you're familiar with basic uh, terminologies, hopefully this won't be uh, too bad. But igneous and metamorphic crystalline basement rock makes up much of Arizona to the east, and at one time uh, water and a shallow sea contributed to sediments, and then limestone was also formed. Now, Pangaea was caused with the uh, subduction, which is the sideways and downward movement of the edge of the plain's earth crust into the mantle beneath another plate, okay? And the Farallon plate, so these two collided, and this caused this volcanism that occurred over most of the area into Nevada and Arizona and covered the area largely with these volcanic debris and sediments. Now, this 
happen in between, uh, you know, periods where plants would grow and flourish and things of this. And also, once these piled up, there's hydrothermal activity that's been created and created just extensive mineralization with these veins rich in copper, gold, silver, lead, zinc, and other rare earths. Now, these two would weather through these different varying changes and volcanisms and water and sediments, and that would create these minerals redepositing and creating secondary minerals and deposits. Now, I have a great link for a geological map um, on the pod or on the uh, blog that you can look at, and uh, it's a geological map of Arizona, and it's, it's from the um, the, the government, the state government site, but it's real neat and color coded and talks about the different areas in more depth. So let's get into some of these rocks, gems, and minerals. Of course, as we mentioned at the beginning, turquoise is the bomb in Arizona, and um, I have definitely collected turquoise in Arizona and I love it. It is probably the f favorite of my collection. Of course, um, agates are so vast and of arrays and varieties that they would be, um, you know, very, very close tiebreaker with them if I could only have one choice of one type of uh, rock and mineral. But uh, yes, turquoise has been just really abundant in, in Arizona, and Arizona has been and remains the largest U.S. producer of turquoise, and rightly it was designated as the official state gemstone in 1974. Now, an in-depth discussion on turquoise would rightly be a large book. So at the bottom, I have a link. Uh, I've also shared it on the Facebook group of a really excellent book on turquoise. Um, if you are a true turquoise lover, this is one you will want in your library. But we're going to look at the basics here. Chemically, turquoise is a hydrous phosphate of copper and aluminum. It's often found in areas where large copper deposits and mines are found. And in the early days, much of the turquoise was taken and crushed with the ore. Some of the miners would pick out what they could. And, um, you know, as turquoise became more and more valuable, uh, pockets of fine turquoise would be hand mined. Sometimes the mines would go ahead and change direction and mine somewhere else, give a small miner a chance to go in there and get that pocket of fine turquoise. And these finds are called uh, hat mines because... Uh, mostly due to the fact that uh, possibly in the early days they were snuck out in a hat, but later days because they were small pockets that would only fill up a hat or so. Several mines are notable in the top 10 desirable uh, turquoise of all. So the top 10 most desirable turquoise, many of them are found in Arizona and of course Nevada. But we're talking about Arizona and the turquoise localities are famous and produce turquoise with characteristics, colors, and appearances that cannot be beat. Some of the mines include the Kingman, famous for the high blue color and black matrix, the Sleeping Beauty, known for its soft blue cover, color like a robin egg color, and lack of matrix. And then also the Morienza, I'm probably saying that wrong, it's M-O-R-E-N-C-I, known for dark blue color and pyrite studded matrix. And then of course, Bigs Bisbee noted for its high blue color and chocolate color matrix. And then there's the famous lavender, which I didn't mention in the blog here, but uh, it's actually almost a lavender type color. It's so blue. So you can see I have some links at the bottom of the um, 
page for turquoise as well on the blog. Now, probably the next most famous thing that you think of when you go into Arizona is actually petrified wood. Um, Arizona is a source of world-famous petrified wood located close to Hallbrook. Geologists state that millions of years ago, mass amounts of forest trees were buried in water and sediments and then volcanic ash and then silica-rich soil with a variety of minerals. Now, these slowly replaced the wood cells with silica and became chalcedony and in some cases opal. The minerals settle out with the silicas and create the many color variations. In time, these buried trees were uncovered by erosion to be found and enjoyed today. Part of this area is set aside as the Petrified National Park, where you can view but don't touch or remove anything so that generations to come can enjoy this treasure. There's areas outside the park where we can collect. Um, there's guidebook links again below where you can see these. Petrified wood can be beautiful in its rough state, or it can be cut and polished for lapidary arts, including jewelry and just about anything you can shape it into. I've even heard of people making tables out of it. The beautiful colors include the following shades of brown, black, red, orange, yellow, white, purple, gray, green. I'm sure there's even others. So the next um, pretty famous gemstone from um, Arizona would probably have to be peridot. Beautiful peridot of gem quality is found in the basalt fault, uh, flows of the San Carlos Reservation and uh, is sold at many of the reservations there. I don't know what the status is on being able to collect it, but there are dry riverbeds and such around that come out of that area that could be checked. Um, most Periot, though, is mined from the Peridot Mesa and the Buell Park areas at the reservation. Arizona is the world's top producer of olivine, which, a.k.a. Peridot, and most stones are under 5 carats and come in shades of a yellow-green to a dark green with the darker greens of high quality fetching the highest value or costing the most money if you want to look at it that way. Now another stone that um, seems to be pretty plentiful in Arizona, uh, I've never got any from there, but uh, this one is the amethyst. It's very highly sought after. Um, there's the most important mining site is the Four Peaks Mine, which is located in Maricopa County, and it's located about 6,500 feet. And the weather can be quite inclement there, but during the season, there is a beautiful reddish-purple amethyst is obtained, and uh, it's found in crystals, uh, in, it's found as crystals in fractures and cavities and fault-breakated quartzite in the... Uh, Mazatzal Formation, M-A-Z-A-T-Z-A-L, and the Four Peaks Amethyst ranges in colors from very pale purple to deep reddish purple um, and a purplish red, so it's very purple. Now another really fine stone that you can find there, they're not real big, but they're very nice gemstones and um, can be highly collectible and even used for jewelry is the garnet, in particular Ant Hill Garnet. Now this is uh, a vivid red, it's found at the Garnet Ridge area, and they're rarely over one carat. And as you can guess by the name, these garnets were first mined by ants. These ants will mine in the ground and pull the little garnets out and deposit the small gems on their anthill around the sides, proudly displaying them. Many of the gems are red chrome uh, pyrope, which has a high color saturation and can be faceted and made even into little small cabochons for jewelry. So that's a really nice one. 
Now here's one I have found in Arizona, although it is uh, pretty darn rare uh, according to most sources. Um, I've known people who've been able to find it. When you find a good piece, it is a treasure. Um, Jim Silica, sometimes called uh, Chrysocolla chalcedony, or, or uh, Jim Chalcedony sometimes due to the rich blues and greens. I've, all seen it. I've also seen it so dark that it's almost black, like a super dark blue, like lapis. And these colors come from copper minerals in the silica. Some super nice uh, specimens and capuchons can be sold by the gram. Gem silica is rare material that has only been produced in a few locations worldwide. And uh, the Miami Inspiration Mine in Gila County, Arizona, is one of the most recent sources of gem silica. And in the 1900s, the Keystone Copper Mine, also in Gila County, has been a source of gem silica. So that might be a good place to start. Now, here's one I really love. This is one my, my grandpa used to um, go and collect, and, and I've collected too. There's a spot in California we can go collect it up by uh, Wiley Wells area. But we're talking about Arizona here, and Arizona fire agate is one of the best. It's a few places in the world that can brag to be a big source of rare fire agate of very good quality. Looking much like fire opal, it flashes iridescent colors of brown, red, orange, green, and yellow. And the curved bitroidal agate that produces these light refractions are due to the thin coatings of an iron oxide or uh, iron hydroxide within the stone and the colors change as the gem is turned. So you might see a spot that looks green, but as you turn it, it might change from another shade of uh, yellow to red or, or such. So that is what changes the colors of refraction is the angle of the refraction through the stone on those bitrudels off of that thin iron coating. Now cutting and polishing the fire agate can be tricky, requiring following the curve of the bitroidal formations to bring out the best and the brightest of the colors. Relatively few people know about this gem outside of us rockhounders and diehard um, gem collectors, yet it remains pretty affordable in comparison to its real rarity. Next one that uh, anyone who's been to Arizona and been able to collect can appreciate um, the Apache Tears. Apache Tears deserve a notable mention due to the fact of uh, the abundance of these novel collectibles, I recall my grandfather telling me how to hunt these. He said, you go out when the sun's low and uh, they kind of glow on the ground, or you can go after a light sprinkle and look for how they shine uh, and how the sun lights them up on the desert floor with a mist, uh, as opposed to the other more granular bits of gravel that would be on the desert floor. Now, these are just bits of volcanic glass or obsidian usually black, somewhat translucent, and they make a great addition to a Rockhounders collection and a great conversation piece. Now there's a few other Arizona gems that definitely um, are wonderful and we could uh, write a whole book about. We've added a few um, just to talk about and you can look at these uh, in your Rockhounding guides when you go to Arizona. Uh, they include copper and of course there's gold too. I don't know if I wrote, the, yeah, gold, copper, um, in copper minerals such as azurite, malachite, and others, and of course uh, agate, all kinds of agates and jade and jasper and onyx and opal. So really a vast variety of gemstones there and sure, surely many more that we miss. So we want to again uh, thank you for you know 
supporting us, subscribing to all our social media um, that you can, and definitely the podcast, the blog, and the um, the videos on YouTube. And all the links are at the bottom of the blog at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com. And remember, rockhounds don't die, they petrify. This is Shane, over and out.